This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. This is The New Way We Work from Fast Company Magazine, where we take listeners on a journey through the changing landscape of our work lives and explain exactly what we need to build the future we want. I'm Fast Company Deputy Editor Kate Davis. The past year has seen a lot of setbacks for LGBTQ plus civil liberties. State lawmakers have proposed 238 bills that would limit the rights of LGBTQ plus Americans this year alone. But at a time when so many rights are under attack, it's important to highlight the accomplishments of queer leaders, many of whom are working to empower other marginalized individuals. So as national attention turns towards LGBTQ plus rights during June's Pride celebrations, Fast Company, in partnership with Lesbians Who Tech and Allies, celebrates the achievement of queer women and non-binary leaders in tech and business with our third annual Queer 50 list. Here to discuss what went into creating this year's list and highlight some of the honorees is Fast Company Senior Editor, Julia Hurst. Hi, Julia. Hey, how's it going? So this is the third year that we're doing this list. What's different this year? Who's new on the list? How many people are new? we got a lot of new people this year. I think I calculated it, and it's about 56% new. So <laughs> approximately 56% new. Um, so lots of new faces, but also some familiar ones. And it's been really fun to see, you know, kind of how people uh, change year to year and, you know, to be able to see some new faces, but then also see how people are progressing in their careers and what new projects they're working on. So let's talk about some of those new people who are on the list. Who's some notable names that that are new to the list this year? Well, um, maybe I'll talk about some of the folks who I actually got to interview. I got to speak with Julia Ehrman actually for a bigger um, feature that I wrote, but I think she's so awesome. She is the CEO and president of Angel City Football Club, which is one of the new expansion teams for the NWSL. Um, and she's just doing some really awesome things when it comes to pay equity and building a women's soccer team that is, you know, at the same level and giving all these athletes a chance to shine and to be paid what they deserve. So I'm really excited about her on the list. I also got to speak with Carolyn Ryan, who is the incoming managing editor of the New York Times. And she's also a really awesome person. You know, she's been at the Times for a number of years. And, you know, with the changeover of the new editor-in-chief, um, the new executive editor, she is going to be managing editor, and I think that's a really exciting thing for that newsroom. Yeah, and that was one I remember, you know, we have been working on this closely for months. Months? <laughs> months? I think, like, months. the work the work on this list starts in the fall and the yeah. winter time, and she was one that we kind of, like, had our eye on, and we were thinking about, and we're like, oh, I wonder if that, you know, when that announcement is going to be made. And we were deep in the list— when the announcement was made, and we're like, oh, definitely, you know, yeah. that's such an, an influential position for her to be in. Um, similarly, there was an announcement while we were kind of deep in the list uh, that was made that we also kind of like, you know, had our feelers out about, knew about, which was Corinne Jean-Pierre, who's the incoming uh, press secretary for the White House. That was an announcement that was made that we, you know, and talk about an influential position for a queer woman of color, especially to be in. Yeah, definitely. I think she's the first black woman to hold the position and the first queer woman. So that's really exciting. Obviously, very influential um, and great timing for the list. So. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what makes this list, because there's a lot of lists of especially of queer folk, and a lot of times it's in, like, the entertainment industry and things like that. And, you know, we're a fast company, we're a business publication. We look at things through a slightly different lens. And when people look at this list, they'll see some names they recognize, like Brandi Carlisle, but, like, you know, and Lena Waithe, who's been on the list for a few years. 
you know, there's some notable people that people will recognize, but you spoke to this with 56% new people. We bring a lot of kind of under-the-radar people, too. What what do we consider when we think about putting this list together? Yeah, I think that's one of the most special things about this list is that because we're thinking about it through sort of a business lens, there are definitely, you know, the entertainment folks who I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, but then there are also all these people who are, you know, really in high ranks at all of these, you know, multi-billion dollar companies who are, you know, being very influential And then, you know, there are also folks who are doing really important stuff outside these companies, you know, from sort of an activist lens. And so they're shaping business that way. And so speaking of the business lens through this list, number one on this year's list is Jen Wong from Reddit. Let's talk a little bit about the kind of making of the top ranking and and why, you know, Jen Wong, for example, uh, landed at number one this year. Yeah. So Jen's been on the list every year. But this year, we were really excited to have her be number one, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with her leadership and the fact that Reddit is sort of on the brink of this IPO. And so it it feels like a really cool time to kind of focus on the work that she's doing. And she's had such an influential uh, position at Reddit and really shaping it, you know, making it a place where advertisers are willing to advertise. And the timing also there felt really good and relevant for her. You know, the other thing is, you know, people listening to the show, I think, a lot of people are probably managers. A lot of people are employees. They're, you know, perhaps listen to the show to, to think about how to do their work differently. What can people take away from this list? I mean, it's it's kind of inspirational and it's highlighting, you know, people who are, as we said, maybe flying under the radar, who are really a symbol of queer representation at the highest levels of business. What kind of applicable things can people think about for their own work? Yeah, I mean, one of the things that struck me, having edited a good portion of these blurbs that we've written about them, is just sort of the work that many of these leaders are doing to kind of open the door behind them and to make sure that other folks have the opportunity to sit at the same tables and um, kind of looking at some of the systems that are in place that might be preventing other people from, you know, coming along with them and rising in the ranks, too. And so a lot of folks who we spoke to talked about that. You know, they talked about what they're doing and sort of the mentoring that they're doing, And I think that's, you know, something that's really important to think about, especially as folks climb the ranks and, you know, proceed in their careers of how you can sort of open the door along with you. This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home Internet. Find the plan that's right for you at Verizon.com. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to underline. And something, you know, that a lot of people mentioned when we spoke to them is is really you know, maybe they're the first, you know, that, that the famous quote, right? Uh, maybe I'm the first, but I'm certainly not going to be the last. And like making sure that when queer women and non-binary folks are in positions of power, that helps shine a light on and represent and bring, you know, other people up with them. And, you know, speaking of, I interviewed LaFawn Davis, who is number six on this year's list. LaFawn has been on the show before talking about how to build more inclusive workplaces. And she's also been on the Queer 50 list all three years. Uh, Since starting at Indeed in 2019 as VP of Diversity, Inclusion, and Belonging, she was named SVP of Environmental, Social, and Governance in late 2021, making her the first black queer woman in the C-suite at Indeed. She views the creation of her role as critical to Indeed's mission and a signal to other tech companies to take ESG seriously. ESG is kind of the intersection between profit and purpose. Right. So it, it is supposed to, of course, do good in the world. It's also supposed to have the mission and the vision of your company at the foundation of the work. So not only does it do good, but it also makes you a better company. Right. It, it, it is supposed to make you better as a company, how you organize, your revenue, all of those things, along with doing good. So there is a direct connection between 
um, DIB and social impact, and even environmental sustainability. So if you take environmental sustainability, as we think about supplier diversity, as we think about the work that we have to do, the connection between DIB and um, environmental is fantastic because it's almost a tenet of DIB. And indeed, we say without the planet, there are no people. So as we help people get jobs, we have to focus on making the world a better place. And what does that mean, right? Especially for those that are deciding how we're making the world a better place. Those voices that need to be bubbled up, that are underrepresented or that are marginalized, that's the connection between DIB and environmental because we all have to be a part of making this world a better place, but this world needs to be a better place for everyone, not just those that have been able to participate in it thus far. Staff editor Lydia Dishman talked to Michelle Mijang Kim, who is an author and activist and founder of Awaken, which provides leadership in DEI education. Here's what she had to say about how she views her role in creating more inclusive workplaces and what true allyship means. For me, so much of this work has to do with believing in possibilities. And I realized throughout my entrepreneurship journey and in my um, career when I used to work inside tech companies and as a management consultant, what I realized was no one really taught me explicitly how to dream big. And I think that's such a common experience for children of immigrants, for women of color, for queer people, um, that we get stuck sometimes in surviving, that we forget what it is like to dream outside of the possibility that we are in today. So for me, it's, it's not just being ambitious for ambition's sake, but a political practice to dream big and to dream outside of the current paradigm. And for me, that's also linked to what you're asking about the impact. The lasting impact that we're dreaming of that I'm trying to create in this world is so directly linked to our ability to reimagine the world that is filled with violence, that is filled with bias and hatred towards marginalized people, that undoing some of that and allowing people to imagine something better is part of the lasting impact. And I learned so much from Adrienne Marie Brown, who talks about the importance of reimagining, um, as well as uh, Grace Lee Bogg, who was also a profound inspiration for me and my book. To learn more about some of these leaders' accomplishments and to see the full list, be sure to check it out at fastcompany.com slash queer dash 50 slash list. We'll also put that link in the show notes for this episode. Julia, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. And that's all for this episode. If you're a new listener, be sure to subscribe to The New Way We Work wherever you listen. And if you like this episode, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. The New Way We Work is produced by Joshua Kirstensen with editing by Nicholas Torres. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs>